All right, everyone. It's Thursday. I'm Andrew Dow. Time for our Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. We are sponsored by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com. Joining us today, Steve Glick, Dave Retiner, and today, return guest, my better half, and I think exceptional real estate agent, Miss Sarah Dowd. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful. He's not biased at all. No. no, not at all. Let's talk. So you wanted to talk. We were like, what should we talk about today? We've, we've covered the market. We've covered the low inventory. But what you've been busy with this season and for the last several months has been rentals, which has right, been right. kind of like a crazy really? rental yeah, year. Been on fire. It's just it's, it's so on fire right now. Really? But unlike the COVID years, it's so much hard work and expertise and hustle and... Like there's people who haven't rented this year and, and they're wondering why not. All, all of my exclusives um, for the full season rented before the season, which was wonderful. Wow, so, good for you. You know, it just felt good to get that done. Um, but it was a hard year. I mean, you had to work really hard to get it done. Well, so. that's well, what I've heard. I've heard that real estate agents have had to work unbelievably hard to get things rented. Or I've been hearing, you know, I don't know what, you know, these people aren't, their houses aren't getting rented and it's a problem for them and there's concern. She, she makes it sound like, oh, I, I got them rented. This was not just like, a, oh, I got them rented. And I know this because uh, every weekend she was <laughs> at these houses doing open houses. And how do I know that? Because, well, I'm home being dad. And, uh, right. and, and she's like, I got to work this week and I got to work Saturday. I got to work Sunday. Like, and she's doing all these open houses constantly on the phone first thing in the morning late at night like there's a lot of hustle to your point of of making this happen it's well, not I think just making it an exclusive too there's a lot of people that uh, try the open listing route or the do-it-yourself online route mm -hmm. and the the key to success is going to be make it an exclusive. well yeah describe why an exclusive rental is better because saunders as a firm we kind of invented the ex exclusive rental out here and that was not a thing uh, until if, until we launched the yeah. the exclusive rental program, and the reason is is because there's real value to the client to have the exclusive rental. But a lot of people need to be educated on that. Can yeah, you just I touch think, on that? I think a lot of people, when you're looking to rent your house, you need to find an agent who cares about your rental and also cares about their business uh, real estate relationship with you as the owner, because the rentals don't necessarily pay a lot, and they're a lot of work, but that real estate relationship and um, and all of that is so important. And you want someone who who's going to show up for you and, and care about um, just being there for that. So I think my best advice would be making an exclusive because nobody likes to work for free. So if it's an sure. exclusive, you know you're getting paid at the end of the day. Um, and of course, that person's going to show up and work for you. Um, get off the do-it-yourself websites. Be patient because there's just there is a lot of inventory this year, so the market is a bit saturated. So if you're doing it wrong, you're going to get passed over. Um, I went back to 2019 pricing because I felt that that kind of COVID number had corrected itself. So the people who, who listen to me and, and the exclusives, they, they got it done. And, and there's so many smart people out there renting and they just have so many choices and so many options in front of them that price becomes one of those key factors when they're, you just have to get them in the gate. So 2019 pricing was key this year, I think. You know, for me, I also, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but for me, if I, when I visualize renting my house, I would do an exclusive rental as well. And the reason is, is because I really want to know intimately the person that is showing my house mm -hmm. all the time, right. you know, with, with people. So like, there's a lot of wacky real estate agents out here <laughs> you gotta pick and, the right and yeah, and a lot of them, and a lot of them try to 
score rentals because that's like the easiest thing. And I don't want some like wacky guy doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know he's or girl or whatever that doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know what he's talking about. And, um, well, I think that relationship, and that's kind of what I was saying before, is just that relationship becomes so important because at yeah. the end of the day, it's not really about the money you're making on a rental because they are actually a lot of work and they don't pay that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that relationship and, and building for future things that becomes important. Well, and you've had rental clients that have sales. turned to sales. Yeah, and that's where that's where the, the, the rental market can be advantageous for an agent to like get in and start you know fostering that relationship with somebody who may sell their house someday, it's not always a sure a sure thing. And but. they also all know they know about the house. They, they, right, they intimately know the house. But I also want to point out too, you don't do it by yourself. When it becomes an exclusive, the agent to agent network, whether mm-hmm. it's from another brokerage or in house at Saunders, um, that those relationships with other agents and being able to network yeah, it and bounce too. it off of each other is what makes the deal happen. And then everyone gets paid. So it's it, it just makes sense to make it an exclusive and have that huge network working yeah. for you. Well, I've, I've been driving around town and uh, I'll see these, like, you know, you go to the hardware store and you can pick up like a for sale, for rent, whatever. Like they have a section for like that generic sign and they'll put that in the front yard and it's like house yep. for rent. And it's like a, a number scribbled in Sharpie. And I'm like, yeah, good luck, man. Because like, yeah. like all you're exposing yourself to is people driving by your house and you have right. to hope that of those people, and this goes for a sale too, like a for sale by owner. It's like, sure, you can post it on some of those, you know, DIY websites, like rent it yourself, sell yourself, whatever. But, um, good luck. Yeah, it's like, and it's going to sit there. And I'm like, in the amount of time you could have, the the amount of time and aggravation you could have saved trying to get somebody to hopefully come in your door, you could have just had it rented uh, for the price you want, even after the commission's paid, if you just worked with, uh, you know, a, a smart agent. Well, you bring up another thing about, the websites, not just the homeowner that's doing the do-it-yourself websites, it's the agents that do it. And so there used to be this game with open rentals where uh, it was whoever got the listing fastest. And that used to be a game. I don't, I'm sure you remember that. So the game used to be, you know, Sarah is an open list, listing agent. And then, you yeah, know, somebody else at some other company is also an open listing agent. And the game was, was who can get it onto Zillow the fastest or who can get it onto Trulia the fastest? Because it was like, if you got it on there the fastest, then you had the listing on the, the internet. Leads, yep. mm-hmm. And when somebody made the phone call, then on the on that listing, that agent would answer the phone. And so what an exclusive rental does that I think is really valuable is, is that it closes that loop and guarantees that the agent that you want is capturing the, the lead mm-hmm. is getting the call. And it's, and it's also about response time. I mean, you have to be yes, exactly. extremely responsive, almost to immediate you know, response right, yeah. time um, to, to talk to people about rentals. Otherwise, they just move on. So I think it is really important when you choose an agent, it has to be somebody who's going to be watching for those leads and immediately responding. At the end of the day, I, I just wouldn't want the headache. And, and by that, I mean, like, if, if, I, if I am trying to enjoy the summer and, and I want to rent a property that I have, like, mm-hmm. I, why would I want to be fielding phone calls and showing houses and taking time out of my day when I likely have another job or something else that I want to be do- like? An and exclusive- you're going to pay the same commission right. anyway. An exclusive rental agent like Sarah is there <laughs> to take to that is her job to to field those phone calls, to do those showings 
and to take all that off your hand. It's like now you sit at the beach while you sit at the beach. Yeah. And then she calls you and she's like, oh, look, I got an offer for the price that I told you would rent for because I am knowledgeable about this kind of thing. And uh, let's, you know, button it up and move forward. And I'll send the paperwork to you later today. And you're like, great. And you hang up the phone, and you enjoy the waves. But I do want to mention there is a featured listing today. Um, they came on late. So they came on after Memorial Day. Super amazing rental. Um, this is another do, one. This is just one that I have left. Okay. came on late. Yep. Uh, 15 Lakeview Court in Southampton. Waterfront, dock, super stylish, total hotel experience, even down to like monogram towels. and Oh, cool. Monogram towels. And Can't go wrong. <laughs> it's cool. pretty. These landlords are just some of my favorite for sure. So um, I would highly recommend that one. And then the sunsets, of course, are gorgeous. So that's one that's still left for any agents or or. Where is it on the water? It's on um, Little Fresh. Nice. Oh, cool. So Uh, so much fun back there. Up in your territory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not really. I'm sort of, I'm more like Rose's Grove spot, but you have the nice trail system through there. I used Mm -hmm. to go through there all the time in the wintertime. And did you did you mention the price? What was the price? Forty nine thousand for July through Labor Day, so it's a great deal for super turnkey. That's nice for over there too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. like and you're like, hey, let's. Get out to the Hamptons this weekend and you're just boom, Paul Sarah, and you're there. Yeah. yeah. Move in ready. So that's a great one. Can you touch on um, the other thing that comes up with rentals is fraud? And there is just tons of fraud on the internet. And doing an exclusive rental with you also shuts down that concern. There's always something that could happen anywhere for sure, mm-hmm. but definitely going through a system that has. You know, make sure you get your renter's insurance and right. different boxes like that that we check off um, can give owners just this little bit more of a, a, a breath and security. Peace and of mind. Peace of Poor. mind going yeah. into it. Yeah. Because, I mean, anything can happen anywhere for sure, but we have more systems in place. And Way more for systems. Me, for me, what, renter's could, insurance is huge. Just I, even I, making sure people have that. I'm super familiar with it because... Um, you know, the online listing component is a big part of my job here. And it's just unbelievable how many fake right. Zillow rental listings there are. I've been there. I, I will show up with keys. Fake you know, you're getting Airbnb it. listings there right. are. Correct. And um, it's like dangerous out there. It's this like is a crazy. Legitimate it's listing. like you need to like work with people that like know the area. You know, it's like it's like crazy. It's like I would never if I didn't know the, even if I was a renter and I didn't know the reputation of the agent that I was calling on, I'd be very cautious as, and I think that's good advice for any out there that anyone that's listening, that's looking to rent. You should be very, very cautious. And in the Hamptons um, too, we have a lot of tenants that still come in person and still come for showing. So, yeah. um, I know booking remotely became more popular during COVID, but there's still a very traditional group that rents in the Hamptons. That's always coming out with an agent. So if you are trying to do it yourself and you're just on some of those other websites where they're just booking remotely all the time, you're missing this huge window of very Hamptons, uh, familiar renters that like to come and see the property in person, go to open houses, do it with an agent. Yeah. It's a little bit more old school out here. But also what I want to say is if you're a renter, um, in New York city and you're just looking on the internet, I would be very, very cautious looking at a rental listing online. If you don't have some sort of credibility indicator from the listing agent or the person that's listing the property because you know it's i think a lot harder to impersonate uh a a person 
versus impersonating a listing. And FaceTime tours are yeah. so hugely yeah, helpful. Yeah, yeah. So like if Sarah Dowd has the rental listing, I'm much more comfortable calling Sarah Dowd. I know Sarah Dowd's number because her number is everywhere on the internet. I can Google Sarah Dowd's name and I can see right. all of the cool, uh, you know, history of your of your career and blah, 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 you know, versus another rental that doesn't have Sarah Dowd and has either the quote-unquote owner, but who knows if that really is the owner. Let's say if I was renting something... I would be very cautious. And it's big money. I mean, the rentals out here are not cheap, so it's a significant amount of money. You could easily wire money away to the wrong person. Easily. Like If I was going to rent something in New York City right now, and I am 0% familiar with New York City... Uh, because I'm rarely ever there, uh, or even like anywhere, like a vacation spot, like going to Key West, yeah. right? Like it, my first a, call would be to an agent, thing, not man. like, uh, hey man, I saw your uh, rental on Facebook, and out. like, yeah. Um, so, all right, so let's, so that's kind of like the, the big picture uh, with rentals and the market this year. We touched on your uh, new exclusive at 15 Lakeview, um, but let's send it over to Steve now with a breakdown of this week's numbers. Steve, what do you got? Thanks, Andrew. Over the past week, there were 19 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. When you compare it to last year, there were 26. So we're looking at a decrease of 27%. The year prior in 2021, there were 40 listings that went into contract. So that's a decrease of 52%. The breakdown of the 19 transactions this week, there was one between 4 and 6 million, 5 between 2 and 4 million, and 13 under 2 million. The dollar volume was 35 million compared to last year of 53 million. So we're looking at a decrease of 34%. And the year prior in 2021, the dollar volume was 159 million. So we're looking at a decrease of 78%. There is good news though this week, and that's with new listings coming onto the market. So this past week, there were 38 new listings that came onto the market. So that's increasing our inventory by 19 listings. This is a positive to see as we come into the end of June. The breakdown of those 38 new listings, there was three over 20 million, four between 10 and 20 million, one between eight and 10 million, two between six and eight million, four between four and six million, eight between two and four million, and 16 under two million. The overall inventory in the Hamptons stands at 1,764 total listings with 1,292 active and 472 in contract. And that's the market report this week. So when you hear the inventory spiking up, what's your reaction to that? I mean, do you think this is going to keep trending up? Do you think that this this false selling season is going to be Well, this um, is the time busier? to sell. I mean, this is when the hydrangeas are in bloom and the pools are open and people are here, you know, just coming out, you know, in car, car loads. So... Well, from a marketing standpoint, this is absolutely my favorite this time This is the favorite time. This is when you want to shoot your property and that do the videos. That being said, though, I think... It historically, like we, we still lean towards having a little bit of low inventory and we could always use more. So people should call me to list their houses. Um, mm. and it's a great time of year to do that, especially going into the fall too. And, uh, the market's still highly competitive. So the last three deals that I did were bidding wars still. Um, the most recent one was actually, we were the first showing in the first offer on the table and it had to be strong enough to bump everyone else and shut down the open house for the weekend and, and put the deal together by a Friday. So, you know, you're still coming in aggressive. You're still coming in competitively. Um, there's still plenty of buyers who want to be here. The Hamptons trends up and people love being here. So I think it's all really good news. Wait, so you had, uh, so you brought buyers to a listing 
and they said, we're going to hold an open house this week. Like this just came on the market? On the market Tuesday, open house planned for Saturday. Okay. But you're the first person in the door and the first offer on the table. You have to be good enough and strong enough to convince these owners that you're worth moving forward with and you're the best deal out there, the best buyer out there for this house. So this brings up kind of an interesting point where um, I think when people are buying a house or renting, I mean, whatever the case may be, what are you buying a car, buying a house? Everybody wants a deal. They want to feel like they're getting something. So instinctively, I think people go, they'll say to their agent, well, okay, the list price is one five. Let's go in at uh, one four five. You know, right. I, I want to I feel like I got a deal. Now, Sarah's there telling them, no, you actually got to go in above that because this price or give them the number area, that they want or, right or you know whatever they can full ask at minimum um, because we're just no, our no inventory cons- is not in a position where we can start moving off the number that that much yet you right. know there we have seen that market we may see that market again if you're dealing with higher price points we are seeing that movement um, I do a lot of the like two million and under so when you're in that sweet spot where everybody wants right. to be it's still very competitive. So you don't really have the freedom unless there's something with the property that's kind of a, something to get over, you know, busy road mm-hmm. or something that's not perfect. Um, I should but say if that it's the perfect house. You should make a really strong offer. And that competitiveness is like, it, that's, that assumes that the house is priced where it needs to be. You know what I mean? If, 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 if it's a one five house and it's listed at one eight, like chances are, they're not going to get that number and you might have some room to negotiate. But if you're like, look, the comps are saying it's one five, it's listed at one five. There's going to be multiple offers by the end of the, the weekend. Like this is going to be sold in a week. You're paying one. Yeah. Five. yeah you're paying one five, right? <laughs> That's your deal. That's the deal. If you get the, the house, de- the, the, you deal got is, the deal The deal is getting the house. Yeah. The deal yeah, is knowing is about it. Yeah. I like the way you were, just said that. Yeah. So, um, all right. So that's, that's good insight into the sales as well. Let's talk about the insight into the weekend and uh, 4th of July. Are we on the 4th of July already? Yes. What happened in June? Hey, I man. just got used to like something. We're we officially we, in the summer now, right? We, that we've been officially in the summer and, and we, we haven't really had super day. warm weather. Yeah. Like right. it's nice to have the warmer weather, which is, uh, I guess you I know can, here, I guess. I mean, it's sunny today. I wasn't expecting it to be so nice. I think we were expecting rain today. So we've been expecting rain all week. Yeah. It's nice to see the sun. Um, so how, I don't know what the weekend looks like, but what do you got? I mean, is it, is it a good weekend to get outside? Yes. I mean, you're, the, you're the man about town. Yeah. Yes. Well, so the coolest thing are the fireworks in during 4th of July. So we have the 36th annual American picnic fireworks by Grucci. Um, this is a great fireworks show. That's uh, June 30th, starts at 7 p.m. and goes to 10 p.m. Um, and Gucci, not Gucci, but Gucci. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Like a... Like as part yeah. of their marketing, you know? I don't know. Like not McDonald's, it's Mac Darrell's, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so this and is... They, and they actually sponsor... Um, they have a, they have a cool story behind them. I'm sure we have it. Go, go ahead. I don't. I, you I know, know. I've, I've been have, to you the, the party paper in front of you, but at the bottom, yeah. it, talks, it talks about what they uh, sponsor. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so here I got the most anticipated 4th of July fireworks. This family event is held at a private residence on Meadow Lane. It's a beautiful house. It features all American buffet with a carnival for children. The fireworks display is over Shinnecock Bay 
and it is a benefit for Southampton Fresh Hair Air Home. I know what that is. Oh yeah, that that's the the um, disabled thing, right? It, it's oh. a great it's a great oh, story, and I think we have the that link just breaks my heart. Hamptons.com. So it's a cool. I gotta I gotta cool write thing. about this. So for anyone that doesn't know what Southampton Fresh Air Home is, it's an overwhelming charity. It's basically um, for disabled children. And it's like a summer camp for for them, and it's just like you go. It's like I'm getting like uh, I can so now feel. When you, now when you see I can feel emotions feel even better. thinking about it. You yeah, can feel even better. Yeah, yeah. So this is such a good. This is such 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 a good thing to, and you to don't be a have part to be of. There, even if you're just around, though, if yeah. you can't make it to the event. If you're just overlooking the Shinnecock Bay, uh, yeah. kind of on the west side, you can see these amazing fireworks too. So yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. probably bring our kids and go do that. Yeah, so you can get tickets um, for the um, event at the house. Um, they start at $350 for adults and 175 for children. And you can get the tickets at uh, sfah.org. Um, or if you just go to hamptons.com, there's a link to it also right there. So this um, is a... this event is held at a private residence on Meadow Lane. Yes, but you can also but the public can also scoot down there. Oh nice. So you okay. can't go to the house, but you can there's an area where you can see the fireworks at the beach. Yeah, I mean there's yeah, yeah it's yeah, great. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Um but if you can swing it, definitely buy tickets to that. You Thank are you doing much. a very good cause. Um oh, I'm so glad we picked that one because that was <laughs> I totally forgot that that's what they do. My second pick uh, for the week is uh, for the weekend is a really cool dinner uh, at Gurney's in Montauk. It's called the Chateau de Escalons Winemaker Dinner. Um, so the Chateau de Escalons, if you know, you know apparently. Um, and they're going to have a, a five course tasting menu paired with rose wines um, from the collection of this vineyard. And it's going to be on the beach with bonfires, and they're going to have music. Um, and I guess one of the fancy rosés that we know about, probably hear about this one, is Whispering Angels. Have you heard of that, have that one? I've heard of that one. I haven't. Cool name, though. All right. So that's at Gurney's. Uh, you can purchase tickets for the June 30th dinner at Gurney's website, or also you can do it at Hamptons.com. I recommend going to Hamptons.com. And then we also have, I got to mention the July 4th Parade. So the 4th of July parade in Southampton Village. Right um, in front of the Saunders office. Yes, it runs right by the Saunders office, and we you know, really go all out with that. Yes. I encourage you, you to Dave? stop by. I will be there oh, with the fan. Oh, people can go meet Dave. They can go see yeah. Dave in person. Yes, you can say hello. <laughs> um, you should set up an autograph station for you. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll say diet starts L- tomorrow. Look. <laughs> But you can um, watch it too if you can't make it. I will probably have a shot of it or two on. Yeah, you can watch it. On, yeah, but you gotta go if you if you're listening to this podcast. You can definitely you you're definitely probably able to go. To it's a very cool parade. parade. It's probably yeah the parade on the East End. I remember yeah. going as a kid. I mean, this thing's been around forever. Yeah. Um, and then so I don't know my my final pick. This is on July first. Three hour sunset fireworks cruise. The Sag Harbor Yacht Club will hold their annual Independence Day fireworks again this year on July 1st. So that's good to know that there's fireworks July 1st in Sag Harbor. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. I always but loved Sag Harbor. You can also uh, get a spot on the American Beauty Cruises and Charters, which is like not a too fancy boat. It's like a regular, it's like a cool boat, but it's not like. 
it you floats. Know. Yeah, it's not yeah. for like billionaires. Like anybody can get can get tickets on this thing, um, and you can do a sunset cruise. That sounds, that sounds cool. great. I like, I like that. Yeah, like why it. not do that? So um, that's my pick. So that's your Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the uh, weekend in the Hamptons. Did I miss, miss anything? No, I miss any great. other fireworks? That's a good weekend. That's one of your best ones yet, I think. All right. Yeah, Fourth, well, of July. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. There's always something going on. Hopefully the weather holds off and it's, a, and it's a nice weekend. All right. Good deal. That's a good podcast. Sarah, thank you for joining us again. Thank you. Dave, Steve, thank you. Everyone, have a great weekend. I'm Andrew Dow. That's what's happening in the Hamptons.